everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, Grimaholics. Kenzie here on a Monday, which means I am bringing you a brand new episode of Missing Mondays. Missing Mondays was a segment created by Holly and I to help keep missing persons' name and information in the media to aid in their return home the best that we can. 90,000 people in the U.S. are missing at any given time. While some are found alive or deceased, the majority are still missing today. This Missing Mondays is far different from our typical episode. Holly and I have decided that we want to dedicate Crimeholics to the missing, murdered, indigenous woman movement for the next 30 days. We cannot stress enough how important it is to bring awareness to the MMIW movement. According to the Coalition to Stop Violence Against Native Women, the U.S. Department of Justice found that American Indian women face murder rates that are more than 10 times higher than the national average. In 2016, 5,712 cases of MMIW were reported and only 116 were logged into the DOJ database. 96% of sexual violence against Native women is committed by non-Native Americans. Crimeaholics feels it is our duty to bring awareness and shed light on a topic that is getting little to no publicity. There is an epidemic in North America that is plaguing Indigenous women. There is a saying that goes, When a Native American woman goes missing, she disappears twice in life, once in life and once in the news. As a society, we have to make a change. MMIW Month on Crimeaholics kicks off today with the missing person case of Ashley Loring Heavy Runner. Ashley Loring Heavy Runner is missing from the Blackfeet Nation in Montana in Glacier County. Ashley was last seen June 5, 2017. She stands at 5 feet 2 inches tall and weighs approximately 90 pounds. Ashley has brown hair and brown eyes. She was last seen wearing blue jeans and a t-shirt. She was last seen by her younger sister, Johnny, on June 5, 2017. Ashley's younger sister said that she gave Ashley a hug goodbye and Ashley walked out their front door to never be seen again. Ashley grew up and spent her entire life growing up in the Blackfoot Nation. According to ABC News, the Blackfoot Nation is riddled with violence. Ashley's family has stated that the number of unsolved crimes in their area is extremely high. They stated that they knew how bad it was prior to Ashley's disappearance, but they didn't realize just how bad it was until they were left on their own to find Ashley. According to ABC News, on June 5, 2017, when Ashley was last seen, her family thought that she was leaving to go see a family friend, but after two weeks and not a single word from Ashley, her family had feared the worst. Her family ends up filing a missing persons report with the tribal police and the BIA, which stands for Bureau of Indian Affairs. 
According to ABC News, the tribal police and the BIA did assist Ashley's family in a few searches for her early on, but according to ABC News, it took a whole two months before the BIA would actually do a serious investigation into Ashley's disappearance. A whole two months! Ashley's family has stated the BIA basically told them that Ashley was an of-age grown adult and she could do what she wants and come and go as she pleases. One of the tribal police officers named Frank Goings has stated the only reason that majority of these cases are handled in this manner is because the tribal police are completely understaffed due to underfunding from Congress. ABC News states that Frank is only one of 17 police officers for a 1.5 million acre reservation. Only 17 police officers for 1.5 million acres. Not only is funding a major issue with trying to solve these crimes, but it also boils down to a jurisdiction issue. Three different governments come into play here. The federal government, the state government, and the tribal government. It becomes extremely challenging to solve a crime with three different governments who each have their own jurisdiction laws. When it comes to tribal government, the only people who a tribe can charge is their own members. The tribe is not allowed to charge anyone else who commits a crime on their land if they're not a member. It becomes even more difficult for the fact that tribes are barred from even charging their own members with serious crimes. Only the BIA and the FBI are allowed to charge the members of a tribe with serious crimes. With very little help from the tribal and federal agencies, Ashley's family had decided to take matters into their own hands to find Ashley. Her older sister, Kimberly, has been a major godsend in the search for her. Kimberly and the rest of Ashley's family began searching the acres of the Blackfoot Nation very quickly after they filed the missing persons report when they were getting little to no help. Just weeks after Ashley's disappearance, her sister Kimberly and a family friend had decided to take matters into their own hands and hunt for Ashley. While they were looking for Ashley, they ended up finding items that belonged to her in the woods in a small town called Bab. I looked it up on Google Maps, and it's approximately 44 miles from Ashley's home. They ended up finding ripped up and tattered clothes that belonged to Ashley. One of them was a sweater, and there was also red-stained boots. Kimberly did end up turning the evidence over to the authorities, but according to ABC News, the evidence would just sit in a room for months without being tested. These items in the woods were found not too far from a lake house that was owned by a man named Sam McDonald. Sam McDonald was the last person to be seen with Ashley. Her sister Kimberly has stated that they have heard nothing but horrible things about this man, Sam. Sam was a much older man who lived in that lake house that was very run down. People were really shocked that Ashley was hanging out with a man like Sam because he was just not a good guy. According to Ashley's family, she had faced a lot of loss in her life, which eventually led to other struggles. Ashley had lost her grandfather who raised her as a child, and then she would end up losing the love of her life. To cope with those losses, Ashley would turn to hard recreational drugs, which completely shocked her family. Using hard drugs caused Ashley to hang out with the wrong crowds, and that is how she ended up meeting the man, Sam McDonald. According to ABC News, Ashley was with Sam for six days straight right before her disappearance. Sam has stated that he has been questioned and his home has been searched around six times by law enforcement in her disappearance. Sam has stated that he is struggling with an addiction to methamphetamine, and that is how he met Ashley. However, Sam has said that once Ashley went missing is when he decided that now is the time to get clean to help find her. 
And Cremeholics, I'm not going to lie. Listening to this man, Sam, speak about Ashley just sent shivers down my spine. According to Sam, the morning of June 11th, Ashley had asked Sam to take her to this spot so a man named V-Dog can pick her up. Sam had said that he was sitting in a chair in his living room and due to him and Ashley being awake for days using methamphetamine, he had ended up just falling asleep in the middle of speaking to her. He said that when he woke from this random passing out, Ashley was gone and he had never seen her again. Sam states that later on he did find out that this V-Dog person was actually named Paul Valenzuela. Sam has stated that he did go look for Ashley, but he was unable to find her and had just assumed that she had gotten a ride from somebody to go see this man named V-Dog. Paul and Ashley had been sort of dating for a short time right before her disappearance. This guy Paul has a very lengthy criminal record and even is still married to a woman named Tashina Running Crane who also has a lengthy criminal record. However, their marriage was rocky and Paul would end up filing for divorce from Tashina just one month after Ashley's disappearance. There was actually a YouTube video posted that was a 14 minute long recording of Tashina talking about Paul being the one responsible for Ashley's disappearance. Basically, we have Ashley. Further into this interview, Tashina ends up telling ABC News that she did make the recording because everyone around her had convinced her that Paul was the one who was responsible for Ashley's disappearance. However, as this interview goes on, she also ends up telling ABC News that she ends up apologizing to Paul for believing the rumors and thinking that he could do something so horrible. While speaking to them, Paul ends up actually calling Tashina and had asked Paul if he wanted to speak with ABC News and Paul quickly hangs up the phone. On June 26, Ashley's sister Kimberly had sent a text to Paul that stated, Have you seen Ashley? He ends up replying with, Tashina is giving you false information. Ask her, she probably knows more than she is saying. And Tashina would end up being shocked that her husband would try to blame Ashley's disappearance on her. Like, you can tell on her face that she has genuine shock. Even though he refused to speak to ABC News at the time, Paul ends up writing into them, and in the letter he wrote to them, that he is the only one who would be able to help find the person who is responsible for Ashley's disappearance. But in order to give up the information, he wanted to be transferred to a new prison, and when that offer was declined, he ended up refusing to help any further in finding Ashley. In 2018, the FBI did actually end up taking over Ashley's case, but still very little actions were taken in order to find her. In August of 2018, Ashley's family was given permission to look inside a trailer that Ashley had visited during the two weeks when they had not heard from her. Authorities had already searched this trailer, but Ashley's family at this point was very untrusting in the authorities and wanted to search the trailer themselves. While in this trailer, they ended up finding discolored carpet, and when they ripped it up, there was blood stains underneath the carpet where they cut so they ended up giving it to law enforcement, and as of right now, this carpet has still not been tested. The FBI did call Kimberly just shortly after this to tell her they did find human remains. However, when Kimberly and her family went out to the site, they had figured out that it was not Ashley. There has been only one other tip regarding Ashley's disappearance. Shortly before she was last seen, someone had called into the authorities and stated that they had seen a woman matching Ashley's description being forced into a white pickup truck. Paul Valenzuela also owns a white pickup truck. 
As of today, July 27th, 2020, there is still no sign of Ashley. Ashley's sister, Kimberly, is fighting so hard to find Ashley and fighting for a change. Kimberly has tested in front of the Senate for chains for Ashley and other indigenous people. They have stated they will not stop until Ashley walks through their front door or until they can lay her to rest. Ashley Loring Heavy Runner is missing from the Blackfeet Nation in Montana in Glacier County. Ashley was last seen June 5, 2017. Ashley stands at 5 feet 2 inches tall and weighs approximately 90 pounds. Ashley has brown hair and brown eyes. She was last seen wearing blue jeans and a t-shirt. If you have any information about the disappearance of Ashley Loring Heavy Runner, please call the tribal authorities at 406-338-4000. Crimeholics, as always, be aware and take care.